right, guys, welcome to CrossFit Grandview podcast number 21. Today, we've got the whole crew right here, well, most of us at least, um, talking a little bit about training and aging. So just what that progression kind of looks like as we get older. And I've got some real old guys in here. I think, you know, Arlie's 23, so he's going to have some great insight on what it feels like to get older. <laughs> no, none of us are none of us are older, but what we have done is we have more and more experience training older athletes. And then I've I've started to feel that shift a little bit going from starting this stuff around, you know, serious training with CrossFit and things at about 25 and and I'm 37 now, so I'm I'm starting to creep up on 40 and uh, my approach to training's changed a little bit, and, and so I thought this would be a good topic to just kind of chat about and go around the table a little bit and and just talk about some things. So I have a couple points that I wrote down that I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, how do we continue to reassess our goals and fulfillment through training once we stop PRing everything across the board? So I, I've seen this as like, Maybe someone, it might not even be necessarily like someone getting older, but maybe their job or their work responsibility changes. And then, you know, instead of being able to do two-a-days and train all day, uh, they're down to four days a week and they get frustrated. Maybe they just quit training altogether. Um, So some of this can just be a shift in your mentality and and just how to maybe fall back a little bit in your training and still feel really fulfilled. you know, I'm going to use myself as an example right here. Until I was 31, 32, my main goal in training was just to get stronger, fitter, faster, and score more points in CrossFit competitions. Um, you know, I wasn't thinking about being 60 or 70 years old. That, that wasn't even on my radar. Uh, but what happened is, is kind of towards the end, right around like 32, 33 years old, I had a few injuries that lingered for months and I lost some function. So I remember I had a shoulder injury and I couldn't throw, I couldn't throw like a baseball for, I don't know, four or five months. I felt like I couldn't throw something. I couldn't do hanging movements. Um, it really bugged me and I, I, cause I, I lost some function and then I thought like, whoa, what if I could never do this again? Um, and then all of a sudden, that just having good function in my shoulder was way more important to me than, uh, you know, scoring points in a CrossFit workout or trying to be really fast. So that's what kind of started me down the road of maybe changing my personal approach to how I just approach my training every day. Um, you know, I can remember 20 years ago now. I was 17. So I was actually already working out 20 years ago. I was 17. Um, forecasting 20 years down the road, it's not that hard for me to envision at this point now. Like, Arla, you were three 20 years ago. Um, Good times. Yeah. But I was almost grown. So, like, I can remember 20 years ago, and 20 years I'll be 57, starting to push towards 60. And I want to be able to do a lot of the things I can do now. Um, so now my training goals are to be as healthy as possible, fully participate in the workouts every day. So I want to be able to do uh, – just our daily classes four or five times a week. I really enjoy that. A lot of it's just I enjoy the social aspect, hanging out with people in class, um, getting a good workout in every day, and it, it helps my energy. I feel better. Um, and also participate in all the challenges. Like, you know, during that time I was kind of talking about when I was hurt, I missed two years of the Open. 
And uh, since I changed that training approach, um, I've been able to participate in all of them fully, all the workouts, each one, each time. Now, I took some fitness off the table. I don't do as well as I used to, but I'm doing a lot better than taking zeros on all the workouts because I couldn't do them. Um, and then most importantly, I'm trying to enhance my daily life. So I want to have some mental acuity. And, and what I mean by that is, and you guys can all probably uh, think of times where you've trained so hard at certain points, you don't have a whole hell of a lot of energy for anything else. Like you can't think straight. Like you don't want to like, you wouldn't want to dive into anything real complex mentally. And, uh, so training so hard, you can't think straight or you're not getting your job done after, um, is something you have to take into account when you're training. Um, doing two and three a days, when you're starting to do that, you are, I feel like you're surviving the rest of the day. You're not really thriving in the other parts of your life. I kind of, um, when I really think of it, uh, the business, just CrossFit Grandview in general, really picked up a ton of momentum when I made that shift because I was able to fully focus on the business. And I wasn't just like, completely smoked after you know training and then I just kind of like sit in the office like a zombie and I couldn't do anything so that's what I really got out of it um, also sleep if you're so sore and banged up that you're just radiating pain in bed you're not going to sleep great um, you're not going to have a lot of energy you're not going to have any sex drive um, so using workouts to enhance all of that stuff rather than detract from all of that is something that I, I'm really mindful of. Like, <clears throat> if I uh, if I do, and, and you, I, I, I have days, at least a couple a month, where I might do a really hard workout on a Saturday, and my mental acuity will go from, you know, a nine to a four on Saturday. I'm like, I gotta take a nap, I'm, I'm done. Like, but I try and manage that. So that these are the things that I'm looking for now trying to maintain my vitality. That's what I'm looking at now in my training, more so than uh, if I'm scoring points or doing well in the gym. Um, you guys have any thoughts on that? I'm going to just keep looking at Arlie at 23. So yeah, was, right. <laughs> no, I think it's my, it's my favorite yeah. part of introducing people um, to CrossFit and Elements is kind of giving them the – like long, slow trajectory towards the horizon, not the immediate climb up a mountain. So yeah. one of those, like, if you focus on staying out of a nursing home as long as possible, it makes it a lot easier every yeah. single day. And it's intense workout, so you mm -hmm. can get really good results and really, like, really fast, but if you take that longer approach, um, it can keep you in it longer, too. Um, so one thing, too, that I'll, I'll think about, too, as you get older, your physical capacity isn't going to be measured as much in, like, how strong you are or, like, your aerobic capacity, um, more in the variety of tasks you can do. So can you do a lot of different stuff? Like, it's cool to see, you know, I think, um, you know, an older guy who maybe still has, like, a great bench press. I think that's cool. But what's sad to see is if he's, like, so wrecked that he can't really go on, like, a long walk because maybe he trained so hard or he got all banged up. So I think as we get older, uh, looking at things like, can you still run? Can you climb? Can you carry heavy things around? Can you throw a ball? Um, 
are you limited by your physical capacity just to enjoy life? I think that's something to, you know, to start to look at as you're getting older and like maybe look at your training. Like, am I taking, you know, miles off the car or am I like adding them on too fast here? Like, where am I going with this? So that that's a, I think it can be a tricky balance. Um, that's also the fun thing with CrossFit because those the, the older people that are having all those problems, let's be honest, they never moved. They didn't move for 60 years. So you've got a generation of people that have been doing, working out in physical, what's going to happen in the next 40 years, who knows? I agree. That's, that's know, a great just, point. They didn't stop moving. They didn't get bad hips and all that. So we'll see. Yeah, no, you're right. I have arguments with my mom about this all the time. She's like, I'm, 50, <laughs> I'm almost 60. It's over. I'm like, that's just, you didn't work out before. You don't work out now. Yeah. I think my mom's a great example, actually, of she started CrossFit nine years ago. She hasn't not only not lost any function, she's gained a ton of function that she didn't have even when I was growing up. Like, my mom can do strict pull-ups. Not a lot. She can do, like, full strict pull-ups. She's 62 years old. She can climb ropes. She can do so, some double-unders. Like, it's pretty so neat. Yeah, yeah. And then like or we'll all die soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think like a good way to think about this is imagine maybe ten or twenty different things you'd like to be able to do um, as you get older. And I, I wrote a couple things like just to to keep me on track. Like when I was when I'm seventy, I think it'd be really cool to be able to run. Like if I had to run, I can run. I have some sort of capacity to move my body through space and run and not feel like I'm going to completely die. Um, I'd love to be able to do a pull-up, a dip, throw a ball, shoot a basket, you know, play with grandkids, do stuff like that without feeling limited. A big thing I see all the time, uh, you know, Kate and I like to travel. Every time I go to the airport, there are a ton of people in the airport who really struggle to travel. Like, they're getting wheeled around. Um, you know, they're taking golf carts because you got to walk sometimes close to a mile in an airport. Uh, you can just see that traveling is a huge struggle for them. They're sitting on a plane, and, like, it's just – it looks like it's not healthy for them to move around. And it's really – a lot of it, like, you know, I'm not trying to be judgmental, but a lot of it looks very preventable to me. Like um, – just a combination of being older and overweight, you know, isn't great for moving around. Gravity is a constant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and what I've seen too is uh, <laughs> one of the only times I've like really noticed like, you know, we, we talk about it in CrossFit like, oh, we're doing functional movements, ones that you'll do in everyday life. And of course you have to like lift things up and move things. But in the airport when I've actually uh, – I've had to run, I can think of right off the bat, four different times I've had to run, I don't know, anywhere from a half a mile to a mile across an airport to make a connection with my bags. I mean, you know, a sub 10 minute mile for sure in an airport in street clothes. And I've had to do that and I like barely made my connections. If you're not in some decent shape, like, you know, you're maybe camping out for an extra day. like. It seems like not a big deal, but that's like that can ruin a vacation, you know. I would sprint. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. 
But if you can't and you're just like, well, you know, you look at the thing, you're just like, I can't move my body. It's not going to happen. Um, so just like a sample training progression. And like this one is, I wouldn't even say this is like for an everyday member. This is maybe for someone who is like, uh, think of yourself like, if you can put yourself in this boat, maybe you're someone like an like Arlie, um, or like probably any of us in this room. We start training, you know, teens and 20s. We start off building, growing, learning all these new movement patterns. Everything's going up across the board. Um, we're building this foundation and muscle memory for years to come, building our strength base. Uh, this can start in your 20s, 30s, or even 40s, depending on when you pick up working out. Or like you said, if your mom picked it up, it'd be you know in her 50s or 60s. Um, but I think the later you pick this up, the, the shorter period of time this like big growth building period is gonna be. And then from there, you're gonna progress into uh, an intermediate or advanced trainee, uh, where it's gonna take more advanced training protocols to push those numbers up and bring times down, where like, Let's say you've done like the five by five back squat program for two years and like it's just not nudging anything up anymore. You might have to go to like a conjugate weight training program um, and do some more advanced things to bring numbers up, bring times down. Uh, example would be like doing our level two program, like moving from kind of max out that all level program, you move into the level two, you're doing more volume, more advanced training. Um, this could mean competing in the fitness sports, so local CrossFit competitions, uh, running, whatever it might be, trying to get everything out of your body and seeing, kind of seeing your potential through. Um, but eventually you're gonna hit a peak where you're not getting better at everything. Everyone hits it. Um, you, there's a reason you don't see pro athletes like at their best at like 48 years old. Eventually you're gonna kind of bump your head against your potential and and start that climb down the mountain. Um, there's things you can do to push it off. You can optimize your diet, sleep, hydration, mobility. I think that's why a lot of times athletes um, will hit their prime in their early 30s around like your age, Andy. Because your body's starting to work against you just a little bit, but you get smarter and you dial all that other stuff in. So you dial all that other stuff in and then you can get that, like you're doing everything right, and then you can slow that kind of progression down. Um, but inevitably, you're gonna get less resilient, uh, and your approach needs to change if you want some longevity in it. Unless you're Rex, and it doesn't need to change at all. You can keep pouring that volume on. So there's obviously, there's gonna be outliers. Everyone's gonna have someone at their gym or something. You can point to that guy who can just do, you know, it seems like they're Superman. Um, but for most of us, if we want longevity, we're going to have to start to shift that approach a little bit. Um, and, you know, I have a couple things that, you know, I think are a good way to kind of conceptualize this. Uh, the goal can move more to be consistent over a long timeline. So maybe less like strength cycles, uh, less roller coaster training where you're like bulking and cutting like that's not probably a good thing for longevity if you're like bulking and cutting a lot um, you know and then also um, like less frequent intensity 
where every day can't be that day where you're just running your head into the ground. You need some days where you're maybe just doing some aerobic activity, doing some skill work, um, going for a walk. And then those days actually will become more frequent as you get older to where, you know, at a certain point you may be doing like two intense days and four slower days. Um, and then I, I wanted, I, we talked about this right before the podcast. Uh, I remember just growing up, any older adults I've ever seen who are in great shape, they work out every day, like seven straight days a week. And uh, pretty much nothing gets in the way of that. Because if they stop, like, starting is way worse when you get older. You guys are probably even starting to notice that now. Like, if you take a week or two off, it sucks. It's not fun getting back Very into poor. it. Yeah. So just hurts. being more and more <laughs> consistent, I think, is something that's really important. So where you can just hit it hard or like, you know, a, a guy like Arlie's age could go on spring break and then come back and jump right back into CrossFit and it, it hurts for a day and they're like a little sore and they're fine. Like you put a, a 60 year old in that scenario and they come back in like that's when they get hurt. Right. You know, yeah, it's not it's not a good situation. Um, so really what, what I'm talking about is building sustainable habits, um, and aim to be fit all year round rather than roller coastering. And this does not mean like you have to go from being suddenly some sort of badass to just going on walks and like lifting light weights when you turn 35. Um, I actually like, I personally think now I probably, I certainly wasn't at my CrossFit peak, but when I turned 35, like that whole summer, I, I can pretty much say I feel like that was the best shape I've ever been in my life. Um, I could run and do all these things at a good level where, you know, I can't even think of times when I was as good at CrossFit where that had all came back together. So, like, you can keep this all rocking and rolling for a long time. Um, but there's a lot of degrees and shades of gray to this, and it just needs to progress more towards thinking of I want to – keep moving and holding on to these things as we get older. A uh, couple tips, sweat daily. So find some sort of activity. It could just be jumping on a bike, a rower, going for a walk, going for a bike ride, something that keeps you active and moving every day. Because I always notice now more and more as I've gotten a little older, that day after like a full rest day kind of sucks. Like I'm not, I'm not as good, so. You've always kind of been like that. You've always stayed pretty active and not taken like a lot of full rest. Yeah, anxiety. after having a kid though, like it really changed. Yeah, it's not even. It wasn't my choice though. So sure. I've learned to maximize what I got. The so. time that you have to actually move. So yeah. So. You've got your little basement set I up get now. What I'm given. <laughs> but you don't. You probably make all the days that you're in the gym count now. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, absolutely. And that's another thing. Yeah, as you get older, like your time to train just starts to cut down um kids are not like your responsibility just typically grows with with age you so just don't want to anymore yeah just don't want to work out all day anymore absolutely absolutely i don't think i have to anymore well you've also built that base where you can maintain yeah, so like, like did we even need to do as much as we used to do i don't know yeah anymore i don't think so no no i agree but i mean i think you see that with everyone too i, I mean i'm not inside say CrossFit Mayhem, but 
I don't imagine Rich Froning is like on uh, constant strength cycles, like trying to like bump no, his back squat up all the time. Like, I wouldn't imagine that's his approach to training anymore. I'm sure he's just trying to maintain strength and keep working on his conditioning, you know? Uh, even a Matt Frazier at this point, I'm sure he, he still does try and do that to some degree, but like he's built that base, you know, where that's not his constant focus. So the next thing is just keeping some strength training. Now, what I mean by this, you wanna lift weights through a significant range of motion regularly, but this does not mean we're always trying to get stronger. Um, you know, I don't think the goal, say it's someone who's 70 is trying to have like a 2X body weight squat, like that's not gonna do anything for them. Again, if they do have that, they're, you know, they're probably squeezed into like knee wraps and all this stuff and they might not be able to run. Uh, I think the goal is to move through a significant range of motion, you know, starting to move towards doing things like with kettlebells and, you know, goblet squats. If you are still trying to get stronger, um, aim to maintain or gain slowly. And I'll always talk about you know, people a lot of times will ask me like, oh, did you hit a PR on that? And I'm like, no, but I tied my last four times that I've done, I don't know, a five by three on like sumo deadlifts that we did yesterday. Um, and I'm like, maintaining's gaining for me at this point. Uh, and then like, just with the way you conceptualize maybe a gymnastic move, it'd be like, you know, you can work on a strict muscle up in your 50s if you've had that prerequisite strength, but maybe that's what you're working on, like a strict muscle up rather than trying to explode into like kipping muscle ups like it, it, when you're 50. That's probably not a, a smart thing to do all the time, especially if the goal isn't competition. You're just trying to do it for fitness. Uh, find a rhythm with your sleep. So as you get older, you need to be in a nice rhythm, sleeping, um, keeping the electronics out of bed, cool, dark room, quiet. I've talked about sleep. Me and you have talked about it on this podcast. Joey, when, when he was on it, you know, we've done almost whole episodes on it. Um, no one feels like hitting the gym consistently after a bad night of sleep. Maybe you can do one-offs, but like you're just sleeping like crap, like the workouts are gonna start to go. Um, so make sure that as you're aging, like really focus on the sleep, that can really help. And then fuel your brain and your body. Make sure you're eating foods that, you know, are gonna support good mental acuity and, um, and the daily activities that are essential to you. So make sure you're staying hydrated, eating vegetables, eating protein, good quality fats. Um, we want to avoid regular consumption of things that kind of fall out of that bucket, like, you know, nightly sugar binges, things that kind of cascade into benders that, like, you get into a rhythm of, like, you eat dinner and then you want to treat and then you eat a big bowl of ice cream every night before you go to bed. Um, you can get away with that and actually probably need it sometimes. You need to fuel with some sugar. Like Joey would eat like half a sleeve of Oreos because he's doing four hours of training a day. Um, 
But when you get older and you're doing 45 minutes of training a day, that's not the best thing to put into your body before you go to bed. Um, yeah, I got something on that. My, I think coolest part about that, um, nutrition-wise, uh, my dad, who probably hasn't worked out since high school football, um, comes into the gym. He's came into the gym a couple times, like 6 a.m. and thinks everyone in there is a psychopath. Um, <laughs> but my dad eats pretty healthy. I'd say healthier than most people. He just turned 63 or 64 this past weekend. Um, but at the same time, he, he just walks fast. Like, that's what he says his exercises. Yep. Like, whenever he has to get somewhere, he just walks there fast. And, uh, I mean, he's still fully functional, like, as sharp as a tack still. Like, if you look at him, you're like, man, this guy works out in some, in some capacity. Sure, he sure. Just, he sleeps really well, eats really well, doesn't work out too hard, but, like, he's still got all of his wits about him. Absolutely. No, that – and who was – I saw a whole thing on um, – you guys know the basketball coach Larry Brown? Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, he, that's what he did is he just walked. But he had, like, two knee replacements. But that dude would just walk for, like, 90 minutes a day. And, like, the dude just – I mean, he was, like, 76, you know, coaching in the NBA or whatever. And, um, and he had a ton of energy and was super sharp. So, absolutely, that's, that's a phenomenal um, – you eat well and walk and get that daily sweat in, like you're gonna keep and maintain a ton. Yep. And um, and then just thinking of like your shift and like how you train, like over time, start to think of like going from harder, faster, heavier every day to your efforts gonna be based a little bit more on the desired dose response for the day. So how we were talking about, uh, you know, like those long walks and things. So like, say you did a really hard workout the day before, like it may be, you might not be able to keep it together mentally that well if you train like that again. So it might be time for a long walk or in the context of a CrossFit workout, scaling or pulling back a little bit on the intensity. Um, Sometimes you have to do that. Like you can't, score or PR every day. Um, The mentality of like, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Again, when you're really resilient, when you're in your 20s, I agree with this. I think, you know, push it and see what your body can do. Like, you never know until you, you know. You don't know until you know. When you're 45 and you're doing it for health, um, that's, you want to live to fight another day. Like, you, you know. You know where you can go. Like, you, you don't need to – you shouldn't be trying to kill yourself, again, unless you're trying to get ready for some sort of a competition. Um, performance in the gym and competition is everything. Again, in your 20s and when you're competing, I love this. I, I, I don't think – there's nothing wrong with this. I don't want to villainize. I think that's, that's what I was all about. And um, I – think it's almost uh, like a tragedy if you don't find out what your potential was like if you don't if you didn't try um, it's cool to like know you kind of left it all out there but again like once you find out you find out and then you can use the gym to support uh, your life and function, and, and you can only get stronger if you can express the movement the right way, 
um, you know, you're not like doing twisting around like single toe to bars with bleeding hands and stuff like that. <laughs> like, you're not going to recover well from that. I will. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I think the shift needs to, to start to happen over time. Um, I hope you guys got something out of that. I, I, it's just something I've been thinking about. It's not just to make myself feel better about that I'm not as good as I used to be at CrossFit. Um, I don't want to come across that way. It's just something I think that, you know, we just, I think we're, we're about four days ago was like the 10th year anniversary that I took over the old Rogue Gym. Um, and I've seen a lot of our athletes evolve over that 10 years who are still with us. And, uh, you know, maybe some people are like, ah, I don't know what I'm, you know, what I'm training for anymore. I think this can really kind of help just wrap your head around it. Um, so coming up, we're going to go through a few announcements. Um, first thing I'm going to talk about a little bit is just programming for the gym, kind of where it's going. One thing you guys will, will see is, um, uh, leading up to the open, we were doing like, uh, some pretty frequent Olympic weightlifting. Um, you know, at least every week we were touching some in class and in the winter we're going to, we're moving to, uh, building and testing a little bit more of the slower lifts. So the back squat, bench press, front squat, strict press and deadlift. So you guys are going to see those ran a bit in a cycle over the next three months or so in class. Along with that, we're testing some of our gross conditioning um, with the rower and the bike. So we've already done a 2K row and we did a 10 minute bike test. Um, next week you will see a five minute bike test. And then two weeks from now you'll see a 5K on the rower. Um, and then the, next, the following month, you'll see a 500-meter row and a one-minute bike test. Uh, don't skip these days if you see them. Sometimes they don't look like the – they're not the sexiest days. They're not the most fun. Like the, the day we tested the um, 2K, I tried to bait people in with some bench press. We're going to do the same thing with the, uh, the 5K. Um, you know, people see that, like, I don't want to do that. It's not that fun. I'm not moving around. Uh, these days are awesome, though. They're the real needle movers, and they give you a baseline where we're going to tell you, hey, you know, row this at 80% of your 2K row. And if you have no idea what that is, what those paces are, you're, you're going to be kind of lost on that. So just so you want to – so you have an idea of where we're going with the programming – it's kind of what we're going to be working on, um, and, and then mixed in, of course, all the, the fun workouts that we typically do, but we're going to kind of touch uh, one or two of those points a week throughout the next three months. Um, and then also coming up, we are shifting our Power Hour Express in the morning class at Grandview Barbell, and we're rebranding that class, changing the format a little bit, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. It, it. You know, a long time ago, it was a, a half-hour class, and then it moved back into an hour, but a lot of people never really caught on to it was a full hour. And then now the format's changed in the class, and we've got a ton of good feedback, so we're actually going to rename that class. And uh, Arlie coaches the class, and he's going to tell us a little bit about it. So 
Yeah, yeah. So the um, for those of you that are currently doing the class, we've been following the programming for about two and a half, three weeks now. Uh, so not, none of that's going to change if you guys are currently doing the class, so don't freak out. Um, we are going to change the name to 5010. That does more outline what we actually do in the class. It's still strength-based. It's still more just compound lifts, uh, testing those, the, I want to say the more simplified lifts. So the, the back squat, the front squat, bench press, deadlift, all those primary lifts that we're going to do uh, without any of the extra fun things that we do in the afternoon. So uh, one thing that I realized is a lot of people, in order to get stronger, you just have to lift heavy weight. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it with bands and chains. There's definitely reasons to use bands and chains. Um, a lot of people just want simple lifting. Um, that's what we do in the morning. So 50, part of the 5010, um, is just kind of the general outline of within that hour, 50 of those minutes are going to be devoted to some sort of strength building, whether it's a back squat that we do kind of in classes when we run a cycle. So it'll be a five by five every two minutes, um, being progressive with it. Sometimes we'll stay with the same weight um, with a couple accessory lifts after that to add on to it. So that should take up somewhere. Typically it's in the range of about 40 minutes, 40 to 50 minutes there. And at the end, I think a cool part to add in there is just a little bit of a burner, some sort of Metcon, some sort of thing to get you breathing hard. And they are pretty much as simple as possible. Uh, you could read Wattify, and if you have never worked out a day in your life, you should be able to understand what the workout is. Uh, something, like I said, 10 minutes or less. Typically, there are somewhere six minutes or less in there. Uh, I think Danny Dunsmore is a really good um, example of this class. He, was, he kind of bounces back and forth between power hour and normal classes and power hour and normal classes. Anytime he would get to a normal class, um, he would get crushed by any sort of the cardio workouts, and he kind of came to me and was like, man, like I just wish that we did something real quick and nasty at the end of a power hour workout. So I just told him, look, hey, at the end of Tuesdays and Thursdays, look at those workouts. They take six minutes. They'll still keep an engine underneath you. Um, but you get the strength training, but also at the very end, you just get to breathe hard, kind of put your face down and melt your face for a little bit. Um, you're in and out. Again, uh, it's never gone over, never gone past 7 a.m. Typically, it ends right around 6.50 there, especially if you're Dealing with getting to work on time, uh, I like to get people out of there. And a cool part about Barbell, there are showers um, there as well. So if that's something that you're needing to get to work at like 7.30, like I said, the class ends usually 10 minutes before 7 a.m. Um, so you have plenty of time to get in there, take a shower, and get out before work. So What's an example of like uh, one of the burners like after class? So... So, um, so I just, I'll just give the one that we did yeah. today. Um, so we had, uh, it was just four time at the end of a upper body day where we did some benching, we did some bent over rows. Um, I just kind of wanted to flip it and I wanted to have some lower body stuff for the workout. So it was 250 meter run following that, or sorry, it was quarter mile run following the quarter mile run. It was 40 lunges following the lunges it was 20 pushups. So quarter mile run, 40 lunges, 20 pushups. It was done in about five minutes. Um, they were in, they were out, um, breathing pretty hard by the end of it, but it was super simple. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds like a fun class. I need to come in there and take that. Um, uh, next thing I wanted to talk about is our holiday party. So it's our 10-year anniversary. Uh, this is going to be huge, guys. So I, I highly recommend, especially for newer members, too, who have never experienced this. This is awesome. We do it at The View. Uh, it is a, uh, it's off Front Street, so it's down in the brewery district. We basically throw a wedding there without the wedding part. So it's just all the fun parts of a wedding. So the food, uh, I think we're gonna have three bars. Kate and I were at Lincoln Social, like testing drinks out the other weekend to the Cameron Mitchell is catering this whole event. So 
they can execute on these drinks. So if you've ever been to like Lincoln Social, like we're gonna have drinks similar to the ones they have there at the party, which is really cool. Um, so it's gonna be a fancy, cool party. We'll have, I think, three bars. Um, we're gonna have a DJ. So John's gonna DJ again. So if you've been to him before, dancing. Uh, and then Cameron Mitchell food. So full spread of Cameron Mitchell food. Everything's free, it's on us. Um, it's just us celebrating uh, you guys, you know, supporting us. So we put this party on. It is, uh, it's pretty dang cool. So you guys can bring a friend, mark your calendars down, December 13th from 6 to 10 p.m. Uh, one other thing I wanted to announce, Team Tuesday will be the 17th of uh, December on Tuesday. So in a couple weeks coming up. And I have a good one planned already for that. So I highly recommend start to get your workout partner together for that one. We have a really fun one. Um, I think that takes us through everything today, guys. So we will see you next time.